That's why I was asking. Thank you. Why? Make me come, make me squirt, see my titties through my shirt, get me off, get me wet, push my push to the air. Wow, I really uh, fall off in quality. You just you just have nothing to uh, compare to Iggy Azalea, right? That's Iggy Azalea. Uh, Iggy Azalea is in that song. Uh, who sings? Shout that? out Brooke Candy. I don't even know who you are, but I mean, I'm sure you're a wonderful person. But like, that's not a great first impression. No. I think that's literally the first song I've ever heard from her. And what we, if we were. To together and riding in a car absolutely you, i was like you, dude i have some fucking heat to show this you this is such a you're like dude you're gonna love this song and it's did you not awful no it's terrible all right so you're closing doors for us right now because i want brooke candy on the podcast brooke, absolutely brooke to be fair like i it's not fair of me to judge you off of that alone so i'll need to listen to some more of your your music but man that's like I mean, it can only go up from there. I'll yeah. put it that way. Uh, like, show. it can only go up from there. On that note, welcome back. Hi. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I can only keep song lyrics or even just me fake singing a song good for approximately two seconds. Uh, I disagree. I've seen you, like, ra- like rattle off a whole bar from, like, Logic. You're That's really fair. You're really good with Logic. I feel like it's just for intros. I kind of get... I kind of get like shaky with it. I was oh, like, get, how far do I want to take this? Do I want to sing the whole song or do I want to just do like a couple verses? <laughs> do maybe, I want to do like the bridge only? Maybe we'll do a uh, karaoke one, but I'll tell you this, that uh, karaoke podcast. Um, Ooh. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like music. Like I, I'm a big fan of music in general. I know. But the thing is, I'm so bad with the lyrics, dude, that, I only associate to like really the chorus and like there are very few songs that I like can sing the whole thing, but the chorus only. So you just stick with the chorus. You're just a chorus guy. I'm just a chorus guy. It's funny because there are certain songs that I have listened to for years at this point and I kind of tune them out until they get to the chorus and yeah. I probably heard the song yeah. almost quadruple digits. Well, you know, in at, at or in to completion. Uh, right? yeah. And I still can only remember the chorus. And those are very few and far between cases. But at the same time, I completely understand. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, it's like the, the catchiest part of the song, right? And that's really, it's the hook, you know what I mean? It's called a hook for a reason. I guess that's more like rap songs and rap music in general. But the chorus is the hook, right? It's what, what pulls you in. So it makes sense that it's the thing that sticks with you the most. Blues Traveler did say it best whenever they said the hook brings you back. I have no idea what you're referencing, to be honest. You've never heard the Blues Traveler song, Hook? No. I Okay. The Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler is the band. That's the band. Yeah, I've yes. never heard. I mean, what? There's the Blue Oyster Club or Blue <laughs> Oyster Cl- Cult, right? Uh, I believe it is Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, like that's the... And then the Blue Man Group. <laughs> not, not a band. Yeah, they are. 100% they're a band. They're a band. They, I bet you I bet you can pull up music and download music from them like on Spotify. Or, I have or a Pandora. vinyl from them. Uh, how can you say they're not a band if they have a vinyl? They are a performing group because they are they do a variety thing. They're a variety act. That's where that term comes from. Uh I've never seen a blue man group, so like I've never seen them perform. So I, I have. Not. I just know they're only I I only know them from like their their music that they make out of PVC pipes. Yes, which is fair. Uh, and that is a large part of their show. And I have not seen their show in God seven years almost. Are they still going around? Absolutely, that's Dude, cool. Good for them. I think they have like a residency in Vegas. So even if they're not touring, they just do shows in Vegas. Ah, that's cool. Is that how that works? A lot of artists, whenever they don't want to tour anymore but they still want to do shows just have a residency in vegas past their prime no blue man group is not past their prime like they are just still remarkable a very remarkable group they've been around for a really long time too i dude i feel like i remember them when i was a child you know (laughs) some of my earliest memories were of the blue man group the the blue man group i was like i looked at my dad and was i told him i'm gonna do that someday well, and here we are, kind of performing, man. This is kind of a performance thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, me and Wyatt could essentially replace the Blue Man Group if they did want, like, some, uh, what are they called for, for shows? Understudies? We could Understudies. be Blue Man Group understudies. That's funny. But I would want to do something different, like a different color. Black Man Group. Uh, <laughs> mm, uh Like, no. Probably not. Are a you good, telling not me a that's idea. not a marketable idea? 
I mean, it'll get us press. It would get us press, and we would be probably all over the news very quickly. Yes, uh, but it could just be. We could just do like a marketing stunt and just bring it all back to the podcast. You know, I understand what you're saying, and I know at the heart of it, it's like any press is good press. I disagree, man. (laughs) I have not found that to not be the case. You know, (laughs) I think that really uh, the only times that I can think of where all publicity is not good publicity is whenever someone who is already well-established ruins their own career, if that makes any sense. As in, like, they publicly either have to apologize for something, which is, like, their admittance of guilt, or if they are the ones that are just straight-up admitting to doing something awful in the public eye. uh, That is some of the... One of the... Some of the... Some of the rare cases where publicity can kind of turn against you. Well, publicity can turn against you very quickly because I'm trying to think of the only, like example that i can think of where somebody relatively big got like absolutely demolished because of bad publicity uh mel gibson right didn't he get like he got really fucked over i mean he also did say some really like anti-semitic shit absolutely like so Uh, 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 so uh, that's it that that that's the 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 key is you can say whatever you want just not about the jews well what's the dude that uh was on Seinfeld who played Kramer and said the N-word live oh, on stage he? at one of his stand-up shows. I think that's just his name is Kramer, right? Absolutely not. He was played by a person. Well, I, I would have sworn. Because, like, so I'm not big into Seinfeld, but it always blew my mind, like, how Kramer, every time he came in on the, uh, like, scene, he just got, like, a huge round of applause. I'm like, why is Kramer, like, more important than Jerry Seinfeld? Because that's his actual name. Yes, which is funny that he essentially made a show about his life, or at least an exaggerated version of his life, Yeah, calling it Seinfeld, and then I have never seen a full episode of Seinfeld, really? so I'm talking out of my ass right now. Somehow, no, uh, but it, it's an exaggerated version of his life, So it's or, or it's based very loosely on events that happened to him in his life, from my recollection, from my understanding, Yeah, uh, but it seems to be... Like, they're all just jackasses, you know? Like, they're all just horrible people in New York. And it might well, not be based on his life at all, you know? Like, that could be something that I'm misinterpreting or that I just read somewhere and just, like, totally... Yeah, let, let me like, let, let uh, me interject right here. Uh, wait, wait, thought. I have to think of what I was saying. I'm still, still really feeling fuzzy. I need to finish the rest of the C4. But I could have just, like, read an article and thought of it as fact you know essentially yeah. that's what i was trying to get at no no i got you yeah it's like when you read the the headline of an article and you're like oh that's what this article is yeah. about and, and i have not and read, read anything on seinfeld in a long time so it might have um, been in my younger years so i haven't really watched a lot of seinfeld either uh i've watched a few episodes but nothing crazy however i wouldn't even say that they're like bad people or pieces of shit you know what i mean it's like what's that one uh tv show that is like they are straight up like pieces of shit and it's like the three guys and they're like they it's always sunny this no, no, no. That there's like, well, there's three guys in that, but there's also a girl. It's like, I don't know. I can't remember the name. I, I'll, I'll find it at some point. But uh, no, it's not even like they're like shitty people. It's just like I would say they're normal people. Like they're not overly good. They're not. Over- it's like friends. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're, they're not just really people going exactly. through day to day. And like they all got their own quirky little like personalities and stuff. But they're not like good or bad. I would say they're kind of just there and they just react you know what i mean uh but i will say this that i think jerry seinfeld had one of like the coolest moments on like an interview about his show i don't know if you've seen this but if you haven't seen this clip you you should because like so you know who larry king is right sure like he's kind of a big deal is he still alive i wonder no i think he he died relatively recently i'm thinking it's larry king right like i'm the guy who would like the dude in the suspenders and the bow tie glasses that would always interview people yeah it it is larry king so he did like an interview with larry king who was old as fuck by the way i think he's just always been old until he died (laughs) if he is dead if he is dead i don't know if he is dead i feel like i would have heard that about that but larry king asks jerry seinfeld about like hey so like how did you feel like when you like your show got canceled and Jerry Seinfeld looks at him. He's like, Larry, canceled? We were the most viewed like show on TV on our last episode. We, I didn't get canceled. He's like, I canceled them. And I was like, ah, I bet you that felt good. I can imagine. Dude. Wyatt. 
So Larry King died January 23rd of 2021. Oh, CISO was pretty recently. Very recently. How old was he? He was 87. Damn. What? Oh, God. He did not age well, dude. I thought he was like 90. <laughs> RIP to a legend, though, for real. Yeah. And yeah. before we go too off topic, I just wanted to circle back to this. Kramer is not his real name. What's his real name? Michael Richards is the actor's name. And that was oh. the dude who said the N-word live during a stand-up performance. Per- wow. Performance. Several times in like a Several really weird times. racist rant towards like a heckler. It was a whole thing. Ah. Yeah. It was, it's yeah. a video. You can Look, find it super easily. I'm but not, I don't care enough. Those are the publicity things, right? Yeah. Where that I can really think of where people have just derailed their own shit. Although, can I also say this? Because on that note, like that was also a completely different era. Because I mean, look at fucking Jake Paul. Jake Paul? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Suicide Forest. Is yeah, dude. Up. He literally like, what? And like, look at him. He's he, massive still. And people He's doing love great. him. It's like, it's almost like nowadays it's more true than ever before that just getting your name out there, it doesn't matter how you put it out there. But nowadays, like it's never been more true. Because I feel like there were a lot more repercussions for getting negative like PR back 20, 30 years ago, back in the 90s. You know what I mean? And this is a double-edged sword, because I think that, especially for someone as young as Logan Paul, image redemption should be a thing. But, at the same time, it's really, it's kind of the court of public opinion, which is weird, because I think that there are always going to be people who dislike people like Logan Paul, not just him specifically, uh, and people that uh, dislike him, right? Or did I say dislike twice? People that like and dislike him. Yeah. And uh, it's odd, because obviously... Uh, if you haven't heard about the Suicide Forest shit that Logan Paul did way back in the day, I don't feel like rehashing it. That yeah. is very old news. Yeah. But he has done a significant amount of image rehab since then. And he was very young whenever that happened. He's still young. Yeah. And I do think that there is a lot to well, be said about growing up, even if it's later than it should have been, you know? Like, yeah. I think that anyone at his age, whenever he did the whole Suicide Forest bit... You should probably know better by that age. Well, right? and well, but he also had a very interesting like life, right? You know, anybody who's thrust into stardom like that at such a young age definitely like has an effect on the mental, right? However, I will also say that one, I don't know about Jake Paul or Logan Paul. I don't know why I I don't know why I keep saying they're Jake. the same person. Uh, yeah, totally. Um. But, like, the thing about Logan is I don't really know anything about him. And, like, yeah, I've seen some videos and some clips of him, and he seems like an okay guy. Like, it seems like he's definitely, like, grown up. But, like, who the fuck am I to judge that? You know what I mean? However, I will also say that it could just be, like, a part. Like, who knows? Maybe he's, like, a – he's actually super smart and super clever, and the whole thing and all of that is just an act, you know? It's just a persona that he puts on, which – Actually, somebody we were talking about before the podcast got into let that we could talk about is Andrew Tate. Yes. You know? And that's it's a whole thing, right? So before we go on the Andrew Tate trail, Logan Paul is just an interesting case because yeah. he, he's done the rehab. He's done the work, and I think that he has grown up a lot. And who's to say at the end of the day? Yeah. Not us. Yeah. But before we uh, trail even further off, this just supports my idea. Let's start the black man group. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had to bring it. I had to bring it full circle. I don't want to be a part of that. I really man, don't. I gotta be honest. We with can you. literally be like, "Hey, just kidding." Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Funny joke. Listen to our podcast. That's all we uh, need to do. I mean. Yeah. We don't even have to keep it going for very long because the trajectory in which that would take off would be insane. I mean, we could always just use like pots and pans in the kitchen too. That's what I'm saying. Because isn't that like, no, that's way too racist. That's too too racial. <laughs> that's I'm not about this. Not this even is, on this purpose. Is, this is a slippery slope, man. And I'm yeah. not like, nah, uh-uh. Are you nah, telling I'm me? Not, I'm not about that. You wouldn't do blackface for the clout, bro? No. The Prime Minister of Canada did it. Who the fuck is the Prime Minister of Canada? I don't even... We're not getting into this. We'll get into Andrew Tate. But no. Justin Trudeau. But, uh, oh, I do know that name. Yes. It, 
He, he, yeah, that's there. Yeah, there's a whole thing with Justin Trudeau. I yeah, do you don't him. invite him to a Halloween party because he will do blackface. That's the uh, whole thing. That's th- a bit. He also has a very interesting family heritage. If you believe the conspiracy theories and stuff. Okay, I don't want to go down that yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, we don't need to. Andrew Tate. Yeah. So Andrew Tate. Yeah. Back to the the whole part and persona, because like he's kind of a, a big deal right now. I mean, he's been in the the talks for the past like month or two i think he's kind of dying out now but well it's because he's been banned on every platform oh really so, yeah so he doesn't really have a mouthpiece so to be fair like he's another guy that i really don't know i saw like a lot of uh a lot of videos and clips from him and stuff some funny some not really you know what i mean and like i guess the whole whole thing is like he's a misogynist right however it seems to be his shtick yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't seen enough to like really like develop an opinion or really care about the guy. However, I will say that I another guy that I really just think is just an extreme character. You know, like I don't think that's actually him. I feel like it's just a persona and a character that he puts on, like whenever he's out in 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 the the public facing. You know, although I did hear something that like he was running like a a like a trafficking like a a human trafficking thing yes i didn't look into that like what's going on with that what yeah it's a whole thing Uh, large cans of worms uh to my knowledge it's not like sex trafficking but it is essentially like it's like labor trafficking if i'm not mistaken child trafficking i'm not sure like not not like child labor but like illegal trafficking of human beings for like what the fuck is that if it's not sex it doesn't have to be sexually related to be human trafficking. Like you can literally heard... bring in immigrants and call it human trafficking. Oh. And I'm not sure that's what's happening. Like I can do a little Google search, but why uh, it's on it, I think. Before we even get into that, it this is my stance on yeah. the whole Andrew Tate thing. Yeah. Uh because he has essentially been deplatformed off everything. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's justified? To deplatform the guy. Well, I'll answer your question with kind of a roundabout statement, but and I, stick with me. I will also say that's a huge question to like ask. No, it's and loaded, like, and I have thought about this. Yeah. yeah. Because like the only way that we can know someone like him is based off of what we see on social media. And it's a very shaky line. But at the end of the day, my stance has been for several years now private companies can do whatever the fuck they want. I agree. And if they literally do not give a reason, even if you're not violating terms of service, if they're like, we don't like you, they can do what they want. Right, to refuse service. Yeah, that's and it's not super cool, you know, and a lot of people will disagree with that. Uh, But at the same time, I think that there is something to be said about that, you know. And my biggest thing, the biggest thing that I have been able to really kind of glean from this entire situation is... You and I can approach this and go, is he really a misogynist? Is he playing a character? Who knows, right? Because honestly, even I don't. It's, But that's almost missing the point. Because we can ask that question. But there are a lot of people who take less time to form their opinions on these things or are just more easily swayed by these things. And they they might be taking a lot more of his words as gospel, right? Yeah. And it's, it's the younger crowd most of the time, right? Or the insecure male crowd. And these are the people <laughs> who, even if this guy is just farming the clout, and he even thinks that he's being inoffensive in what he's saying, and he's just like, oh, it's just a character, right? There are certain people who could potentially take a lot of the things that he said very seriously. Way too seriously. And that is where it endangers other real human beings. Okay, now here's the thing on that. Because, like, again, like I said, this is a huge, like, topic to to try to tackle. Because whose fault is that really? You know what I mean? It's like, is that, is it Andrew Tate's fault for putting this idea and this way of thinking out there? Or are you just finding a way to, like, a different way to blame and shift responsibility from the actual person who takes those thoughts or does those actions? You know what I mean? Of whatever negative thing it is. And I really do like that, right? Because I do believe, to a large extent, I think we've even talked about this in different contexts, I believe in personal responsibility. On whatever it is. To a large degree. Yes, I agree. On the flip side of that coin, 
there are a lot of contexts because life is very complex where I may not necessarily even support that stance just because it's usually the younger crowd that gets this message, right? And a lot of people who have even done things very ironically in the past and have been playing even more exaggerated characters have been taken the wrong way by people who might have been too young to really form an opinion on this. And that's where it becomes a very shaky issue. Because I don't think that we should shift responsibility from any people that are are committing heinous acts, no matter what their excuse is, sure. right? It's, it's like the violent video games thing and school shootings, right? Where, yeah. generally speaking, even if someone is committing a violent act and proclaiming that violent video games are what made them do it, chances are there were other things behind that, right? And so, they were just finding a reason to do it. Like, they would have found the reason elsewhere if it didn't come from a video game, right? Exactly. So, I'm not going to say that Andrew Tate is the sole cause for misogyny in the world as it is today. Uh, obviously, obviously not, yeah. But at the same time, being such a large voice in it, even if he doesn't even if he doesn't create some violent attack in his name, what is he adding to the conversation? Sure. Well and I don't really know because like I said, I haven't really seen too much or anything. So I can't even think None of, of it's like, good. Well, I can't even think of anything that, like, he's done that's, uh, he said that was misogynistic or anything, but, like, I Pretty can't Pretty much really, everything I can't, that he said. But you, I can't you, really You can't quote him verbatim, so it's I, fine. Yeah, I was like, I can't really think of, and maybe that's the thing, is maybe I did think he was, like, being, like, an idiot, and so I just forgot everything that he said, because I do that a lot. I, and I, we are in a very lucky position to be able to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Something that I did want to talk about, because like you said, like, and that was something I was going to bring up with the whole Logan Paul thing is like, obviously, like, he is targeting a much younger audience. But then it goes back to it, like, because I know you hate, like, shifting the blame and shifting responsibility. I'm going to shift the responsibility because kids and children and young adults do not have the capability of being responsible for themselves. Yeah. I would argue most full grown adults don't. don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. But again, now, now let's look at that statement, right? Is it because they can't take care of themselves or is it was because they were never taught? You know what I mean? It's like, cause I, I, I mean, I recently started coaching again and I, so I'm working with a lot of like kids who like range from, you know, whatever, six, seven to, you know, young adults, you know what I mean? Coaching gymnastics just for context. Yeah. Just for context. Um, so I've started doing that, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, like, I have seen some kids who are just, like, well-behaved and won't do something because they know it's wrong. You know what I mean? And that can be instilled in a child very young, you know? Again, if the parents aren't there to, m like, mediate and control what the child is consuming on a mental aspect or whatever, however he is, they are... Uh, it's not the kid's fault. You know what I mean? No. The, ki the kid never had a fucking chance. No, never. You know what I mean? And like, so again, I, I, I'm with you about not shifting responsibility and not doing anything like that. But when it, it kind of goes back, I, I don't know why, but Footloose jumps into my mind. Wow. Yeah. And it's because it's like these, these, these people want to get rid of like dancing. Right. And it's like, oh, how dare you bring music and dance to my kids? It's the devil's whatever, you know? It's the devil's lettuce. Uh, that's what I was thinking, but that's weed. <laughs> and yeah, weed is fine if you're an adult. Um, but <laughs> take weed, kids. Eat uh, it. Eat it straight from the bush. Only, only, uh, only uh, whatever what there's CBD yeah CBD is fine CBD is like CBD synthesis fine. though just like no you, no there, no 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 you can do CBD plants now this yeah. is such a fucking tangent but I think you can do CBD plants they're just less common so like if you were to see like a marijuana leaf in in the uh, in the wilderness it's yeah. probably THC well naturally yeah but you can it's like crossbreeding and stuff like okay. It, okay it doesn't matter this is it doesn't this matter is so much right now it doesn't matter circle so, back circle back uh yeah kids uh. I kind of lost my train of thought because I got personal I got, responsibility. Don't shift blame. Weed is fine. Weed is fine. Yeah. That's not at all the closing statement. That weed I was is fine, guys. Okay. I can kind of pick up where you left off. Don't worry. <laughs> but essentially 
I think it's way nuanced, and you hit on a lot of things because, yeah, like I said, one, one of the things that you did say was the kids never stood a chance. Yeah, and I agree. And, and that sucks. kind of comes down the pipeline further back than we can even imagine. Yeah, you know, like it's just a self-perpetuating cycle. Yeah, and it's just a shame because it does. I don't foresee that, well, that cycle ending, and this is kind of kind of the big thing, I guess, is that. These companies that are banning Andrew Tate are essentially saying we don't see responsibility being taken and action being taken, you know? And this may this is a whole web that could be constructed anyway, because social media obviously targets and exploits children already. So yeah. if you're getting this targeted content and you're a thirteen year old boy and they see you interacting with Andrew Tate posts, they're going to push more of that to you. Yeah. So it's it's this whole interconnected, very messy just mess i guess yeah where there's not just one responsible party and while i do believe that at its core right whether we're talking about young people young adults whatever i believe a lot of it is up to the discretion of like parents responsible parties but at the same time because of this ease of access i don't think it's just their responsibility i disagree wholeheartedly man wholeheartedly you can control what your kid consumes i know it's never 100 percent. never 100 percent. and that's where it becomes or at least where these companies feel it becomes their responsibility whether uh, it is or not but even then and uh, i get it different bag of fish i get it but even then like (laughs) another bag of fish it felt right to say I didn't. Yeah. It's not really an expression, but it I felt can right. be can of worms. I like bag of bag fish of more. Fish. A bag of fish. I a bag feel like a Swedish bag of fish. fish is actually no, like a bag of live fish. I understand sardines. I feel like that's better, like a better allegory because it's way messier than even a can of worms would be, and it's a lot harder to get a hold of something in a bag it's of wiggly. fish. Exactly, it's wiggly. slimy, and uh, yeah, yeah. Very, if very they're slick. like live you know, still, let's make that a thing. It's, it's a, a it's, whole bag of fish. It's a whole bag of fish. Yeah, this is a bag of fish. That this we're is in a bag right of now. fish. Um. So yes, I do agree that you can't control 100%, right? Because you can't be there 100% of the time, especially if kids are going to school and whatever. You know, that's a lot of time that they spend away from the parents. However, you can still instill, still instill, you can still like give Bars. them, yeah, I guess, you know, that's like rhyming a word with itself. That doesn't really work. At least not in my opinion. Eminem would beg to differ, bro. Uh, all right. I guess I don't continue. I don't please, I'm not trying like, to derail you. You just did a little bit, but um, yeah, you can't control 100 percent of what the child like consumes and what they have access to. However, you can still instill, still instill <laughs> bars. Dude, you're, uh, getting hu- you're getting hung up, bro. Come it, on. it just it doesn't sound right. Uh, those values and those morals, I guess, that if they know something is not right and is inappropriate or whatever it may be that they should turn around. You know, that's where the self-discipline and the self-mitigation comes in, I guess. Yeah. And that is a very strong argument because it is, uh, it is something that you can't regulate a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of really amazing parents who can instill those beliefs sure. in really amazing kids. And it's tough. Uh, counterpoint. I was the opposite of that as a kid. Okay, I would literally, if I was told not to do something, even if given proper reasoning, I was probably going to figure it out for myself, regardless of the damage that it did to my brain. <laughs> well, and then that's that's a whole nother aspect. That's a whole nother bag of fish. That's what I'm saying. Because is that there's so many nuances in this, right? Is that even if I was not a subscriber to misogynistic belief as a kid, right? I was still, if I was prohibited from doing <laughs> something, I was like, fuck that. You know, and I would seek it out even harder and find even uh, sneakier ways of getting a hold of those things. Well, right? and I would argue that that's actually just even like an aspect of human nature. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like a car accident or whatever. Yeah. You know? and, and that's why it's so nuanced, right? Is because like I still was able to turn out fine, you know, because I, I had to learn for myself. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm, I have to grow up, you know? And, and I was able to essentially turn morbid curiosity into something that is not like it taboo in my own head right where like for so long like even just things like because i grew up religious right yeah but things like like sex right even in just movies and things like that 
even if they were still properly addressed or like violence, obviously that's another huge one that kids are like morbidly attracted to. Yeah. Uh, those are all things that I would seek out just out of curiosity, right? Rather than any sort of like any other base urge. It was just curiosity, right? No. And I I had to figure out things for myself and I'm glad that I did. But I don't know if everyone would turn out the same way. And when that's hearing, what I was going to say. Whenever hearing, whether it's damaging rhetoric or well, something, or seeing something violent, sure. something pornographic, it doesn't matter. Th- this can apply to so many different facets. Well, and can I? I want to say something on that uh, on that note because I 100 percent agree. Because like I did the same thing, you know, like yeah, uh, you and I are a lot alike in yeah, that way. Exactly. Where, where like, we absolutely, uh, if we were told not to do something, most of the time, adults would probably not communicate as to why we shouldn't do something. Yeah. They just say, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, and then with that lack of reasoning that being there, usually we could end up damaging ourselves even more, you know? I feel like I definitely, like, I don't go to a therapist or anything <laughs> on, like, I really maybe should. Uh, I feel like everybody should have, like, a counselor or a therapist. Like, it's pretty healthy. But, yes, I do agree. Like, I saw a lot of stuff I really shouldn't have seen at a very young age. Word up. Uh, I experienced a lot. But on that note... That also made us real. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, we, we live... are willing to talk about it. Exactly. Not a lot of people well, are, or if they are, it's usually in creepy subreddits where they found out that they were where... uh, turned on by scat porn at age 14. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the thing, right? Is that, And it can be even oh worse than God. that. But that's the thing, oh. is that we, <laughs> we kind of oh. realized that there was no meaning to it if that makes any sense but we yeah, also see, and that's still I, I have two things i want to say on this okay go ahead and finish it so off. we just realized you and i uh that these things are the messy part of life and exactly. i don't think anyone should try to sweep certain taboo subjects exactly under the rug i agree because that actually makes things fester way worse exactly whether it's in a young person old person doesn't I matter agree. because you're letting these things fester and if you're not allowing open communication for most people, uh, then these things are going to become worse. The See, issues that they may develop in your brain will become worse. But you and I, I think, uh, were able to, even if we weren't communicating about it to people, we were able to realize that while it's technically a real part of life, like all of these things that we discovered probably at way too young of an age, thanks to the internet, yeah, we realized that they were a part of life Exactly. That you can't eliminate from life, period. Exactly. But they're also not what's important. Dude, you just hit on the exact two points that I wanted to to talk about in that one sentence. Yeah, I, I kind of figured I would just no, just by my little my little inter- interjection there, you know. Yep, because one, we live in such a sheltered life or world, I should say, and everybody has like a stupid fucking hero complex or something where they have to be the, the hero and they have to make things good and they have to make things comfortable, whatever we like, ironically enough, I think we live in a very people pleaser age, you know, which is, I think why we have like cancel culture and the widespread censorship and stuff like that. It's because people are like, I have to protect this person because they can't protect themselves. And it's like one, it's the God complex taken to the internet. God complex, hero complex, whatever you want to call it. Same deal. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, Savior complex is another one that gets yeah, thrown yeah, out Yeah, exactly. Along. But yeah, literally, that's a part of life. You know what I mean? Like, we are fortunate to live in the time that we do where there's not people dying on the streets. But that being said, if we just lived in another country, we're also pretty blessed to live in America, no matter what anybody says about it and how awful they think it is. But like... I've met people from other countries, and they've seen people get burned alive on the street. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? And it's like, and that's an everyday part of their life, you know? It's actually funny how things like that are still widely reported on Mm -hmm. uh, in American media, right? If it happens in, say, like Chicago or something. Yeah. Whereas in other countries, it may be something that happens close to daily. Maybe not in the most gruesome way, like burning someone alive, right? But people are... Uh, definitely, d- death is a way more common part of a lot of people's lives. Exactly, right? death, violence, uh, just the worst shit. Yeah, and yeah, it, it is. We are very fortunate, you know, because I grew up so sheltered, and I was almost the one who unsheltered myself. Right. Yeah. For for better or for worse, because at the end of the day, it made me who I was, who yeah, I, I am. Right. It made I me who I am. Right. Uh, but at the same time, 
it probably did irreparable damage. <laughs> like you I know? said, dude, like I feel like I should probably have a therapist or something, go talk to him, but like I have that ganja. I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> I, don't, I literally don't even smoke weed. I, <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? I don't know. But uh, it's, yeah, no, heroin is the best therapist. Really. <laughs> I was going to say unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but just internalize Honestly, it. I do think we got lucky because we mm. found each other. And we also did find, I would say, a decent group of like-minded people in our lives, Uh, not just you and I. Yeah. And even if they were not the type to to do that to themselves, you know, to to put themselves through things voluntarily at a young age, right? Uh, Even if it was just with a quick Google search, uh, stuff like that, it, it feels good because we are able to at least communicate openly, not just with sure. each well, other, but with a decent group and, of people. And on that, because like I wanted to like go into the second point that I wanted to make that you actually hit on, yes. is people just take it way too seriously. Like, again, you have to understand that that shit's a part of life, you know? And if you make it a big, serious thing, then, again, it's going to tell the, the young person or whoever is experiencing it for the first time, like, oh, this is a big deal. And then it's like, oh, it's a big deal because it's good or it's a big deal because it's bad. And then if that's it's like, almost more damaging because yes. then you allow your brain to just trail yes. off with it wherever it may go. It's okay to be curious, you know, and it's okay to go experience stuff. Hey, man, feet's not for everybody, but if you want to go stick that toe in your mouth, go for it and like see if you like it. Yeah. Okay. Before we go, <laughs> first of all, in my head, I'm still thinking about young me. Right? Like, this is a lesson for young me. And then yeah. you're just like, hey, feet are for everyone, son. But, but try it. But try You're it out. There, like, 14-year-old you know? me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I, I do agree. So, I'll kind of expand on what you were saying. Because all of these things are part of life. Right? And we're talking about the ugly shit. Right? The things that are so easily yeah. accessible. Uh, probably slightly less accessible nowadays actually just because the internet has not if you know where to look shut the fuck up josh i'm making a point uh but it doesn't matter these things are easily accessible right uh and that is why i'm a huge proprietor nowadays going through what i have gone through with my internet stint right and being one of the first generations that was so exposed to the internet at such a young age right like being one of one of the very first generations right uh yeah essentially unfiltered access to yeah. to a lot of things. Uh, I have realized that, in, and I think you can agree with me on this sentiment, uh, education does trump all. Yes. Right? Because... And can I... Can I, I just want to interject one thing. Not just education, but the ability and motivation to learn. Just every day on every aspect. Just to learn and not necessarily education in the system that we have but just wanting to learn and educate yourself oh Wyatt yes I do want to interject because you guys were talking about like how in other countries it's just like death is such a normal thing yeah and then now you guys are talking about education just too perfect so I went down yeah those are two things that uh, (laughs) you can either find in abundance in other countries or not at all or not at all (laughs) well see um, I went down to Guatemala in 2019 to work uh, helping a school oddly enough and um, we're talking to one of the mothers of the uh, of the school, and she was explaining why she liked the school, which is an American school brought into Guatemala. It's called Escuela Integrada, meaning it's a school integrated. I was just about to say integrated school. Yeah, Makes exactly. Sense. I didn't know that. That's yeah. some of the only uh, Spanish that I could pick up. Okay. Yeah. And so um, down there, it is. Uh, they don't have police. They have military. Yep. So you're walking down the street and there's people, there's five, ten people walking around with AK-47s. Like, it's normal. They're just like, just don't stare at them. You'll be okay. <laughs> it's like, it's hard not to stare. We don't, like, yeah, our cops all carry tasers and stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, and, and maybe then, a nine millimeter. But she was explaining this story about how her daughter would always ask for two casadas, which is their currency, every day. And so she finally said, what are you using this for when her daughter was going to public school? And she says, well, when we get there, if we give the if if enough of us give the teacher to Casadas, he'll actually teach us. Jesus Christ. So a paid teacher didn't get paid enough and didn't care enough for the kids 
that the kids had to bring extra money to bribe the teacher and teacher. And it's it's ironic how that works because it's man because if you're gonna make a system or a society better, it all starts with the kids, man. Like <laughs> straight up, it all starts with the kids because actually, because on the point, like because you hit on it, like we are the first generation to have access to knowledge and information and systems that we are, and maybe that's why one of the it's one of the biggest points of contention, and it's scary for a lot of. I don't want to say older people, but previous generations because people who didn't have it growing up, period. they don't fucking understand it, dude. And so they're scared, you know? And like, so how terrified would you be as an, a parent with your kids? And now they're using something that you don't even understand how it works. And, and you think have- about how many parents, uh, you've heard say, Oh, my toddler can use the iPad better than I, I can. can. And I'll have to get my toddler to show me how to do what you're telling me. Essentially. Yeah, which is wild. So it's like it's understandable why their first, like, again, the previous generations, uh, why their first reaction is, well, they shouldn't put it out there. Fear. Exactly. Fear is usually the first response. Exactly. So, yes. Okay. I'm going to circle back really quick, Wyatt. I see you eyeballing that microphone. But essentially, what I am getting at is not just with kids, but I believe it starts there, uh, but with almost everyone, right? Except for the truly mentally deranged, which is, it's not my place to even begin to judge what that means. But uh, for most people, right, who are legitimately worried, who are legitimately troubled, legitimately curious about something, right? I think it's our job not just to educate, but also to communicate with as little bias as humanly possible, right? Because obviously an unbiased opinion is impossible to come by, but that's not the point. The point is sometimes it's better to just listen and communicate with people, especially if they are, say, like from our generation, right? And they're maybe not as communicative as we are, but say they're still truly traumatized from something that they might have seen online at one point. And or they another, were never right? able to talk about it because of their environment, exactly. because they didn't have a support system. They didn't feel Doesn't matter. Comfortable. Yeah. So that's the thing is that it's not just young kids. While obviously they do qualify and they will continue to, I think that we have to start to nurture more open lines of communication if any of us are going to get better. Because as soon as we start imposing judgment on people, it doesn't matter how large or small that judgment is. All it does is make things worse. Yep. Truly. Again, to make a full circle, because back to the question that I asked you, is it okay that like Andrew Tate was taken off of all these platforms? I do agree with you that 100% private business, do whatever you want. However, if you create a platform based on communication all forms of communication should be allowed to have a voice or come out. Okay, I'm not going to play devil's advocate for too long, and I'm not expecting a giant thesis on this one, but yep. are, you, are you saying including, like, hateful ideology? I Or are we talking about, like, even, like, minor attracted people on Twitter? The entire, like, pedophile community? Like, I'm, and this is not me throwing out no, things no, no. to derail you, but I do, I do legitimately want to know. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of heinous people and a lot of heinous acts out there pretending that that does not exist and that is not out there is not going to make it go away. You know, you have to be able to talk about this. And yes, I, I stand by this wholeheartedly. You should be allowed to say and do whatever you want on a, uh, a communication platform if it is marketed as such. You know what I mean? Interesting. So... That's a hot take. That's a spicy take. Because, again, it goes back to everybody has a voice, everybody has a a take, and everybody has their own personal experience, and you have every right to turn away from it and not click on it and stay away. Because why – I would even argue that it maybe even says more about you. Not you, Cameron, but, like, the person. The royal you. The royal you. It says more about you if you can't handle that information out there because man, that shit has existed for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and it will continue to exist for thousands and thousands and thousands of years after us if we continue to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. I agree. That's that's a very nice point. Uh, and 
I think that there are a lot of hot takes in there that I won't even address all of them individually just for fear of running too far on time. Yeah. But I do like that idea just because uh, there are two sides to this coin, right? And I'm not saying I necessarily subscribe to you either, but the first side is shutting these things down, right? Like, yeah. th- this is a big one. This is a huge point of contention on Twitter because they do seem to be uh, essentially harboring pedophiles in certain areas. Uh under the guise well, of the MAPs, that is minor attracted person, right? Yeah. It's a whole thing. But uh, I do find it very interesting that, like, there are people who just want to essentially outright ban these people. And yeah. I'm not necessarily in disagreement with that, uh, especially because a lot of these people do share uh, harmful material with one another. But at yeah. the same time, there is something to be said. Uh, while these people should never feel comfortable enough to operate in the open period. Exactly. Uh, I do also believe that getting them off a public platform would not do anything to their numbers. Because again, it goes back to the whole importance of it, right? Like if you feel so strongly that this cannot be allowed, this cannot be out there, and like you have to shut it down that you can't even like hear a thought of it or whatever it may be, that, pedophiles hear them out n- that's not what i'm saying I'm just, I'm just kidding i get Josh. what you I, but again <laughs> i understand your point um, but just out of context that should that, so i know to me. god and like i do not support that by the way i will well thank you for there. clarifying yeah. yeah just in case um, you, anyone was unclear on our uh, pedophile stance we don't support that we don't <laughs> we don't support pedophiles on uh, on it's an us thing. Um, Wyatt, yeah. what are your thoughts? So looping back, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I Wait, finished. I was I was totally fucking oh. with you there. I, I was expecting a like we don't support them. The fact that you didn't come out the gate with that is a little I'm really worrying. concerned. Yeah, I'm that's kind of worrying. We're gonna have to have a chat later. Uh, but let Josh finish his thought. Yeah, first. and then yeah, because again, this is a good wrap up. Because again, uh, <laughs> it's not important enough to shut down the communication. Don't wink at me when we're talking about pedophiles, Wyatt. Wyatt, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> you're killing me right now. He's like, you're, pedophiles? You're, ding! Wink! Swing! <laughs> I'm um, so sorry, everybody. Yes. Uh, shutting down the conversation about it will only draw more people to it. You know, if you are able to have that conversation that, yes, this exists, and no, it is not okay, uh people are going to be drawn to it. You know, it's like, why are they shutting it down? Maybe they're onto something. Well, I don't know what they are, yes. what they're into. I don't know what this is about. It's so interesting. It's so mysterious. Well, it's that's, like, no. That's it's... also how a lot of hate groups are formed. Exactly. Right? And this is, this could keep like, essentially branching out into different yes. topics, yeah, right? Because th- there are so many works. psychological factors to this. Yes. And I won't go too deep into this. In yeah. fact, I'll wrap my thoughts just so White can share his thoughts on pedophilia and how it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his hands are up in the air he, right he's now. Like, hey. he like he's like, hey. Okay, so I'm going to fully wrap my thoughts because I know a lot of these thoughts have been slightly rambly because yeah. the, they're hard to make concise points on without like a script in front of you. Yeah. But essentially... I'm going to take it back. I'll fully circle because I do want to kind of encompass everything whenever I say this, okay? But I think that whenever I say, so I've said, I've already stated, open channels of communication, Yeah. This is what I mean by this, okay? Uh, And there are such small gestures on both sides of this that it doesn't always have to be as major as what someone as open as myself would do, if that makes any sense. But, like, if I trust someone, they essentially have access to my entire life. I will show you my butthole. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. 100%. I'm just, I will show you my butthole. I will show you the pictures that I have of my butthole. Pictures? Yeah, and the videos. You know, I don't have pictures of my butthole. I hope not. All all your goatsy? Yeah, Yeah. I will show you my best goatsy impression live in the flesh. But that's what I'm saying, right? Gross. Is that these open channels of communication are... They're not that difficult to establish, and I've never found it's found scary. them difficult. It's right? scary, though. But that's the thing, is that I'm literally such an open person that as long as I'm close to you, bro, look through my Google Drive, see what that's I got kinda, all up in there. You, you, know? can see my, you can see my tastes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Yeah. But, but, but that's the thing, is that not everyone finds it that easy. It's and, good to be uncomfortable. And so far, I haven't been. 
but I guess that's just <laughs> that's the territory. Word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also I don't know if it's autism or if I'm just a sociopath. It's Doesn't just matter. us. It's just yeah. it's just an us thing. It very well maybe. Uh but regardless it does not have to be that drastic. Just check on your friends. Yeah, exactly. Because, th- this is where I want to go with this, right? Uh, it does not have to be something nearly as serious as harming children, right? Yeah. But say some, and not to say that harming women is not less serious, that there's not a scale of serious or, things. Or harming yourself. Exactly. Uh, but regardless, I digress. Uh, let's say, in this hypothetical, you have a friend who is subscribing Two. Did I sound like Ben Shapiro there? Is that why you were? Let's say, uh, hypothetically, <laughs> let's say hypothetically. Uh, for for this situation. Uh, uh, but let's that say wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty. I mean, it was just nasal. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This, yeah. Uh, so let's say you have a friend who has been uh, oddly vocal about Andrew Tate or some of his ideology. <laughs> maybe maybe echoing some of his ideology. Right. You're like, oh, this might be concerning. Right. Yeah have that conversation a lot of people's first reaction would just kind of be to either laugh it laugh it off or to automatically write shut it the fuck down just write them right? off but like in the most unproductive way possible yeah right where this human being is still very much a human being that probably has just had uh, a fall off you know he, he's fell off the old wagon they fell off fallen off they've fallen off the old wagon yeah uh in whatever way that may be uh, whether it is something large, something small, maybe not even internet related, but you just say, hey man, can we talk, you know? And I feel like there are a lot of people Honestly. who would still be very ashamed, you know, even if it was something that they were technically saying publicly, like a lot of people who support ideologies, whether it's like Andrew Tate's or otherwise, uh, even if they're saying things publicly, they may still be ashamed when confronted one-on-one. Yep. Uh, to address these things. Yep. But at the same time, that's a huge step. You just have to let these people know that you're coming from a place of sincerity. And you have to be genuine in it, right? And you because have if to, you're automatically going so, to destroy them with 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 facts of, uh, facts of knowledge. Facts uh, do not care about feelings. Yeah. If you're if you're going to try to automatically shut them down, it's not productive. Or tell them why they're wrong. Because yeah. even if they are in your mind objectively wrong, that gets Neither of you anywhere. Exactly. You got to be willing to have the conversation. You have to have honest communication and you have to be unjudgmental in, in the most genuine way possible. Wyatt, what was your, what was your thought? You don't have anything to say? Cool. We are wrapping it up here. I think we, we kind of trailed off a lot there. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, I think we made our stance on pedophiles clear, except for Wyatt. It was kind of weird that he didn't. Yeah. It's a little, Uh, it's a little worrying. It's fine. He doesn't get a mic for the rest of this episode now because his privileges have been revoked. But just in case it wasn't clear, Andrew Tate, probably not our favorite person. I would be interested to get him on the pod, but I think he's annoying as fuck just based on what I've seen of him. Even if he's not a reprehensible person in real life, that character, stupid as shit. I hate it. I don't have an opinion. Nice. (laughs) Cool. That was the mute button, my guy. Yeah.